Welcome to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers. Now, this is the podcast designed to get you the information you need to make educated decisions about your personal injury claim. We've all heard the cheesy lawyer commercials on TV, right? Call us for your slip and fall injury. But when lawyers use that phrase, what do they really mean? What is a slip and fall injury really? Well, slip and falls are actually nothing to laugh about. Slip and fall is merely an umbrella term that covers a wide range of accidents from the annoying to the extremely severe and sometimes life-threatening. You see, property owners have a duty to keep their premises safe. And that includes everyone, from private homeowners to massive commercial entities. In this episode of the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast, we're going to talk about slip and fall injuries, dispel some of the myths about slip and fall lawsuits, talk about the kinds of injuries we most often see at our firm, and help you get the compensation you need and deserve if you've been injured due to the negligence of a property owner. To start with, our Boston slip and fall attorneys know there are many potential defects on walking surfaces that may cause an injury. However, not every slip and fall injury is compensable. It's critical in these cases to ascertain some key facts right from the beginning, such as, did the property owner create the hazard? Did the property owner know about the defect? Did the defect occur with such regularity or existed for such a length of time that the property owner should have known about it? What level of care did the property owner owe to the person who was injured? Was the injured person a social guest, an employee, or a patron of the business? Each of these elements will play an essential role in whether a slip and fall injury claim is worth pursuing. Now, our dedicated premises liability lawyers in Massachusetts are prepared to answer your questions, provide you with a carefully considered legal analysis of your case, and help you determine the best way to proceed. We know slip and fall accidents can happen virtually anywhere a slippery substance has the opportunity to make contact with a walking surface. Some of the more common sites include grocery stores, shopping malls, dance clubs, restaurants, apartment buildings, office buildings, hotels, balconies, especially on the hotels, stairways, sidewalks, workplaces, and icy, snowy walkways. That's just, that's just about everywhere. When the fall occurs on a hard surface, the injuries sustained are often severe. It's not uncommon for victims to suffer broken bones, wrists, femurs, hips, knees, etc., as well as facial and skull fractures. Bleeding, bruising, and internal soft tissue injuries can occur as well. Seeking immediate medical attention and prompt legal advice is essential. When slip and fall injuries are due to the carelessness or negligence of a property owner, we work tirelessly on behalf of our clients to secure compensation. Now, compensation could include recovery for various things, such as medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering, mental anguish, loss of consortium, and future treatments. Although the circumstances of each case are bound to be different, our attorneys have extensive experience and a long history of success in Boston slip and fall cases. We begin, of course, with insurance negotiations, and then, if necessary, pursue litigation. Because Massachusetts general law 
gives us a finite window of time in which to research and file these claims, three years for most of them, it's imperative to start the process as early as possible. Preservation of evidence that could bolster your claim, such as surveillance video, witness statements, photo evidence, things like that, may only be possible in those first few days and weeks. So the sooner you act, the better. Let me talk a little bit about specifically injuries on snow and ice, because that can be a problem, especially in Boston. Massachusetts used to be a difficult state in which to recover damages for snow and ice-related slip and falls. The good news is that it has gotten much better. Prior to 2010, the state required plaintiffs seeking damages for snow and ice to make the distinction between natural versus unnatural accumulations of these slippery substances. Massachusetts' law was that property owners couldn't be liable for injuries that were caused by so-called natural accumulations of ice or snow on the owner's property. And this created all sorts of headaches for the courts because determining what was natural and what was unnatural turned out to be pretty tricky. In general, this natural accumulation was what they began to call untouched snow and ice. It was only when property owners acted in some way to create an unnatural accumulation of these substances that they could be held liable. Property owners who hadn't shoveled the ice and snow from their property or otherwise created the hazard couldn't be liable. For years, Massachusetts was the only state that followed this standard, which is why it was for many years referred to as the Massachusetts Rule. And then in 2010, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court abolished this rule with its ruling Papadopoulos v. Target Corporation. Justices ruled that from then on, the standard for ice and snow injury liability would be the same as for any other personal injury claim. That is, the property owner has to use reasonable care to maintain the property so it's in a reasonably safe condition for guests at all times. The ruling was an important one, not just because it paved the way for more successful personal injury lawsuits in snow and ice slip and fall cases, but because it helped to prevent them in the first place. Property owners no longer could feel shielded from liability by doing nothing to make those accumulations of ice and snow safer for those in their property, parking lots, or adjacent sidewalks. It's worth noting that a person has to notify the property owner of injury or damage from snow or ice on their premises within 30 days of it happening or else forfeit the right to file a claim at all. And this goes back to what we were talking before about the limited amount of time or the statute of limitations for these sort of things. Massachusetts snow and ice laws are evolving, so it's important to understand upfront what your options might be. And this is why you need a Boston slip and fall lawyer. Because prompt investigation of your fall is extremely important. Our legal team is prepared to meet you where you are, your home, hospital room, or workplace, to help explain what your legal remedies may be moving forward and what you can expect in terms of recovery. It's vital in these cases to show not just that you fell, not only that you suffered injury, but these next four things. One, that the property owner owed you a duty of reasonable care. Two, that the property owner breached that duty. Three, that your injuries were a direct result of that breach. And then four, of course, that you did suffer compensable injuries. Please remember that our experienced, compassionate team of Boston injury lawyers 
have the compassion, the skill, and the resources to help you prevail. Thanks for listening to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers. If you have any further questions, please feel free to call us at 617-777-7777 or go to our website, jeffreysglassman.com and use the handy contact form to set up an appointment to discuss your personal injury case. Please remember that the initial consultation is free and that we get no fee unless we are successful in settling your case. Please like this podcast, rate and review us. That really helps us grow. And follow the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers podcast to hear future episodes about all aspects of personal injury law and how it applies to your personal injury case.